You're listening to Stuck in Traffic with Russ, the podcast I record when I'm stuck in traffic. And my name is Russ. Thanks for clicking play. I really appreciate it. You know, my day job requires quite a bit of driving. During the day, while other people are driving too. So sometimes I find myself stuck in traffic. Except these times that I have thoughts, deep thoughts, about the world, the way it works, ways we can make it better. I've begun recording these internal rants as this micro-podcast series, so my fellow drivers may know when they're stuck in traffic, having similar thoughts, they're not alone. You know, I recently read a comment on Facebook that said, here in Phoenix, which is where I drive, we don't know the definition of traffic. I can understand the sentiment compared to other cities like New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. Surely the traffic in Phoenix isn't as dense. It doesn't last as long. I lived in Southern California for 12 years. That's where I learned how to drive. So I know what it's like to be at a dead stop on the 405 freeway. I know what it's like to take the 5 to the 10 to the 101 for a Friday or Saturday night in Hollywood. And a 20-mile drive takes two hours. I understand that that is the common definition or perception of traffic. But I'll tell you this. I don't care if you're stuck in traffic for five minutes or five hours. I don't care if you're at a dead stop or only driving five miles per hour less than you'd like to be driving. Speed-wise, it's all still traffic. I define traffic as anything that slows me down. So I'm not driving at the rate of speed I want to go. If I'm on the freeway, speed limit 65 miles per hour. If I can't drive 65 miles per hour, I'm stuck in traffic. If I can't achieve the maximum potential of the roadway, that's traffic. It could happen in any part of the country at any time of day. Because it's caused by unpredicted Variables on the road. Variables that are usually tied to human behavior or a lack of consideration for one's fellow driver. Variables that can be avoided. That's the point of this podcast, man. Not to rant and rave about traffic so much as to ask the hard questions. Why are these variables unavoidable? Why don't you just drive? Why aren't you determined to get where you want to go? That brings us to today's topic. Cyclists. Both of the bi and motor varieties. Bicyclists and motorcyclists. They share the roadways with those of us in cars and trucks. The topic's actually inspired by uh, something that happened to me just this past weekend as I record this. It was late night. I was coming home from a cafe where I had been enjoying a coffee and drawing. 
decided to go through a drive-thru, you know, get a midnight snack, if you will. The drive-thru line was long because it was that witching hour where the bars are letting out and people are, well, they were thinking what I was thinking. They wanted a midnight snack, something to eat on the way home. The person in front of me wasn't in a car. He was on a bike arguing through the speaker as they refused him service. The car in front of him offered to help, but they couldn't place his order. They had already placed theirs and pulled forward. So they loudly suggested that I help. And I did. I shouted out to the guy to throw his bike in the back of my truck, jump in the cab with me, and we'll make our order together. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's risky. That's kind of dangerous, inviting a stranger into your truck like that. Who knows if he's some sort of knife-wielding killer waiting for unsuspecting motorists to invite him into their vehicle. But I didn't do it for him. I did it for me. Because I didn't want to wait for him to argue about his validity as a vehicle in the drive-thru. Man, I don't have time for that. I want to place an order and go! So I said, jump in. Let's get it over with, for crying out loud. And you know what? He was a nice guy. Paid for his food, of course, but was super appreciative of my kind gesture. We had a pleasant conversation as I dropped him off around the corner where he lived. It was kind of convenient. Easy. No problem. But I got to tell my new friend and every other bicyclist I see on the road, I got to tell you this. You're not a car! You're not a car! Going through the drive-thru is a perk to being in a car. Riding in the center of a lane is a perk. To being in a car. As a bicyclist, you, you don't get to do it. You have your own space. Some cities have bike lanes. And you know what? That's a luxury provided to you by the city. They don't have to do that. Otherwise, you got the sidewalk or the shoulder. Get to the side. Get out of the way. There's no way you can pedal at 35 miles per hour. You're not Usain Bolt on a bike. Even if you had the endurance and strength of Lance Armstrong, you're not moving at horsepower. You're a man on a bike. When I lived in Southern California, I rode a bike a lot. In fact, I didn't own a vehicle until I moved to Arizona and was 31 years old. So I certainly sympathize with the necessity of riding a bike, or even if it's a personal choice for exercise or the environment or whatever. It's still your choice, and you got to live with the consequences. Get out of the road. I don't want you to get hurt, and I don't want you to slow me down. As cars in the rightmost lane have to Swerve a little more left, a little more into that other lane, just to give you space. 
And you know what? At a stoplight, I don't want to stare at your butt crack. You're not a car. Motorcyclists present a different challenge. And as I say this, I, I present this distinction. There are two kinds of motorcyclists. I know this, as we all do, if you haven't thought about it before. There are hobbyists. These are the guys that uh, join clubs to ride motorcycles. They're uniformed with patched vests, bandanas, sunglasses, and so on. They usually don't cause or even find themselves stuck in traffic because they know when to ride on the weekends, up out of town into the mountains for the scenery, and to be seen, be honest. Plus, these guys can kick my ass. They're bikers, you know. But they're not the problem. Motorcyclists that utilize their motorcycle as a primary form of transportation, they're the problem. Because unlike bicyclists who at least pretend that they are a car, motorcyclists ignore the rules of the road completely and weave in and out of lanes of traffic as if they own the road. I guess they were the kids that colored outside of the lines and their parents praised them for the free thinking. Hey, he's not beholden to the rules, man. Well, while you're on the road... You gotta follow some rules just to stay safe. Some states don't even require you to wear a helmet. Arizona is one of these states. So you'll see guys on motorcycles weaving in and out of lanes of traffic at the busiest times of day, completely unprotected. I don't get it. Now, I'm not a car enthusiast. I don't know how a motorcycle is built. I don't know what the difference between a car and a motorcycle is as far as just the mechanics. But as far as I'm concerned, if you're straddling a motorcycle, it's like you've decided to straddle your steering wheel column and you're driving in a car without a body. Why aren't you driving like that? Oh, because you don't call it driving. You call it riding. I'm going to ride my motorcycle. It's play to you, man, this ain't play. You're on the road. You could get hurt. You're basically on an engine of a car without a body. And you don't want to wear a helmet either? You don't want to put a windshield around your face? Hey, I say good luck. Just stay out of my way. Heaven forbid I try to change lanes from the left lane to the right and I gotta swerve back into the lane I'm trying to get out of because you're weaving in and out of traffic heaven forbid I try to change lanes and not kill a man just follow the rules of the road and if you're not gonna do that at least consider your fellow drivers and their desire to get where they're going they don't have your vehicular agility Instead, like the rest of us, they're just stuck in traffic. Respect it. Respect the anxiety, the eagerness to move forward. And we'll all get there together.
You can follow me on Instagram at AmazingAZComics. I self-publish a mini-comic book called Amazing Arizona Comics. It satirizes Arizona news, history, and culture with superhero adventure. I also host a live local late-night talk show called Phoenix Tonight. You can follow that on Facebook and subscribe to it on YouTube. Please do. I have some great interviews up there right now, including one with former Tiger Beat editor Ann Moses. She talks about her experiences interviewing Elvis, the Beatles, the Monkees, and many other bands of that era. Check it out. Thanks for checking this out, too. I hope it entertained you. I hope it educated you a little bit. And I ultimately hope that this podcast will one day become unnecessary as we all find ourselves a little less stuck in traffic. Do my-